Chad Hunsberger. How are you doing today? All is All well. All is well. Mm-hmm. I was going to try to say it the exact same nope. time. Mm-mm. Yeah. Nope, that's your line. <laughs> okay, so today we are answering a question we were sent by a student yeah. here at yeah. Colonial Heights. So the question is, what is the difference between guilt and shame? And mm-hmm. this is a pretty loaded question. So yeah. I'm interested to see how you're going to explain this, yeah, especially for our student friend here. Yeah. Well, thankfully, this student friend is quite intelligent. And so he goes to the same school that my kids do. Oh, well, very good. <laughs> um, no, I am. I'm always very encouraged when we get questions and certainly from uh, students like this who yeah, just trying to dig deeper, understand things. Uh, so thank you for for uh, asking the question. Uh, I want to do this in maybe a couple different ways in order to try to help unpack those those two words, guilt and shame. I would say one thing to consider is, and I, in fact, I was uh, hearing something about this on a podcast in the last couple days. Is when you think about guilt, you think about um, breaking a law. You are guilty for breaking the law. Um, and so that, that is, that is the guilt that takes place. You are, um, you, whether it's again, whether it's a man-made law and so you get a ticket for speeding or it's a sin, you're making, breaking one of God's law, you are guilty for that. Uh, shame. So, so hold on, let me back up. So guilt again is like doing something wrong shame on the other hand is a sense of feeling like you are wrong like you are now inherently wrong being wrong versus uh so as a human you you don't just feel like you broke the law you're guilty of it but you are in shame because you uh you are shameful you are uh that's that's your personhood is is one who now brings shame or is shame uh, because not just because of one incident but because of all like your your new like character uh, so to speak this is seen probably uh, most uh, I guess evidence if that makes sense in in their opposites word so opposite of guilt is going to be innocent right so you didn't break the law. You were innocent. Um, whereas opposite of shame is going to be honor. You're going to bring honor to your family or to yourself or to your person. You're going to versus bringing shame to the family, which always makes me think of, uh, I told you I was going to do this, but always makes me think of <laughs> the Disney movie Mulan, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, very Excellent. specifically, there's this one scene in particular early on in the movie Mulan gets all dressed up in girl clothes, like because she doesn't always do that, and and so she puts on makeup and uh, she goes in and she's trying to like get the uh, matchmaker to, and there's this funny scene, right, the, the bug and all the different things that <laughs> happens, and um, but but the when she, the like the matchmaker kicks her out, she says, "You will never bring honor to your family. You will only bring shame." She has some statement like that, and mm-hmm. and it. Like the whole village hears it, everybody sees it, and it's in both the cartoon and the live action. This mm-hmm. this iconic scene of this is what you're going to do. You are no longer bringing honor to your family. Then the dad gets called into the military, and she tries to step in, and he's like, "You've already shamed me enough. Uh, why don't you just show me honor?" All those kind of things. Uh, so that that's just this feeling of 
of uh, lack of worth, right? This is what shame is. Now, interestingly, there are what's described as three different cultures, generally speaking, in the world. There are obviously a lot of cultures, but when it comes to understanding sin in particular, we see all three of them actually in the fall, okay, mm-hmm. in Genesis 3. But um, So you have innocent guilt, which we just talked about a bit. Then you have uh, honor, shame, and then you have fear and power, or power and fear. And, and so where you see those three, uh, if you want to think generally geographically, you see guilt, innocence here in the West. Um, the land of justice. Yeah, land of justice, right? right. This is this is what we do. This is like, um, and I'll, I'll circle back to that and it comes to sharing the gospel, but this is like, we're proud that we have this innocent until proven guilty, right? It's right. even like part of what we talk about. Uh, in understanding freedom, we understand that because of our justice system. Mm-hmm. Um, then you have honor shame. I just mentioned Mulan. It's very heavy in the Asian cultures. Um, so think uh, Buddhists, Hindus. Um, so th- in fact, it's going to have a lot to do with then why it's challenging for those to come to faith in Christ because it will bring forever shame to their family that someone has left whatever their faith was, mm-hmm. right? Then the power-fear one comes really from like a, um, most often think like African cultures. Um, in the last podcast, we mentioned Haiti. Mm-hmm. Uh, Haitian culture has a lot of this where think like witch doctors, animism, those kind of things where mm-hmm. the they're showing their power over you. And so you are now living in fear that you're going to, uh, like if you don't go to the witch doctor, that you're going to ruin everything. And uh, these false gods are going to not show you favor uh, because they have power over you. And so so then when when we might think that the way we share the gospel this is a, a answering a bigger question than maybe um, our listener even knew he was asking. But we share the gospel typically with one of those ways, and it's good for us. Those are that's like healthy contextualization. Like sometimes contextualizing or or changing the way you do something can be a little bit unhealthy. But this is a healthy contextualize. So in America. You think about the way we share the gospel. Oftentimes, this is like a historic way to share the gospel in the United States. It's to talk about the Ten Commandments, right? And you you list out the Ten Commandments. Have you broken those? Are you guilty of those? And we answer yes. Okay, well, can you imagine a system in which the judge then looks at you and says, actually comes off the bench and says, I'm going to pronounce myself guilty instead of you. And so we share the gospel that this is what Jesus did. He's like the judge, the just and the justifier, right? He's both of these. And so we we lean heavy on this. We want to be innocent and we can't be innocent on our own. Whereas the person may be in the shame honor culture. It's not just about being not guilty. It's not just about being innocent from the crime. It's about what this will do to my family, my village, my personhood, right? So now we're seeking to, uh, to display the honor that it is because what, 
what is actually being described in Christ's death on the cross would have been the most shameful. But yet what, what we're saying is he was willing to take on shame, right? So in his, in his uh, like nakedness on the cross and his scourging and beating, that would have brought shame. It was literally the intent of the cross was to show shame. And he was willing to receive shame so that we could have eternal honor mm-hmm. around the throne with God himself, right? Because he is worthy. Because he is worthy of that, yeah. right? So it, it, like this, is, this is the epitome of why would someone do that, right? Mm-hmm. So then you get to this fear power, and it's not the same like um, uh, the, in those cultures, you're, you're displaying who holds the ultimate power. God who has power. He is King of Kings, Lord of Lords. It is not some witch doctor or some uh, the tree God or the sun God or the fertility God or the whomever false God. The ultimate power is found in Christ alone. And how do we know that? Because he had power over death. He's the only one that came back to life himself. So he shows his power over death. He shows his power over nature. He shows his power over disease. And so look at that God. And now let's look to him. We don't have to fear because that God doesn't threaten you with you're going to have disease with uh, if you don't do, if you don't say. Mm-hmm. Instead, let's live in freedom with this one who offers that to you. So then think about Acts 1-8. If you're in that culture, you will receive power. You'll get the spirit in you. You'll actually be empowered. So it's like, wait a second. I don't have to, it's not, uh, when we, when we think of fear in a positive way, like, uh, we should fear God, respect God in that way. But this is like, okay, go back to Genesis three. What were they doing? Well, they're afraid. It says they were afraid after they committed their sin. They, they realized it. And so they're afraid. So they hide themselves. They're covering themselves up. What is that? Oh, like this is because they had shame. They were, they didn't, they realized they were naked. So each one of these, this idea of realizing their guilt, they they realize that this wasn't just one incident, that they were guilty of this eating of the fruit. No, now they're seeing this as shame. So they're covering themselves and they are afraid of what this powerful God might do because like we just broke the law, right? Going back, it's like all of this is woven into uh, the what we see in Genesis 3. And so then that fleshes itself out all around the world as we seek to share the gospel with with all of these cultures and people. Mm-hmm. And and so going back to this original question, what's the difference between guilt and shame? It is going to be this um yeah, understanding that guilt is the the you are guilty from of breaking the law and you are shame you you are carrying shame feeling not just that that incident was wrong, but that you are in fact wrong. Mm -hmm. And what Christ comes in to do is say, I will take on your guilt. I will take on your shame. I will display my power so that you don't have to live in fear, in shame, or in guilt. Because Jesus is in fact God. And yeah. he's the only one that can do that. And he can fill all of the things that we can. He is worthy of all That's right. honor. He is completely innocent. That's right. Based on his earthly life, he is 
all-powerful based on the way that uh, in Genesis he did creation yeah. and then the way that God portrayed his power in the Old Testament yeah. and then the miracles that Jesus did in the New Testament. Yeah. Just filling those gaps of things that that we can't That's right. fulfill. You That's know? right. So this this difference between doing and being mm-hmm. is is a really helpful way to view guilt and shame. Yeah. So that was yeah. that was great. That was awesome. I love that. I do hope that's helpful. So yeah, me too. Do you have anything else you want to add? No, other than to say yes, then. Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. The other thing I would would add is that um none of those things change the gospel. Mm-hmm. Right, none of those things. What we b- change, what we believe about the church. Uh, you don't, you don't change the church because you're like in a shame honor culture. So mm-hmm. you're like, oh, we're gonna ad- adjust this because uh, no, you don't, you don't change the church. You don't change the truth of the gospel. You might change the way in which you communicate it, right. but not the gospel itself. So I'd, I, I want to be clear on that. That this question kind of stirred a bigger pot than you might have even realized, but. The gospel doesn't change in that regard. It is that we see Christ answering all of this mm-hmm. um, in such a healthy way. Um, and there, there's a variety of passages I want to go to, but I'll just leave it yeah. at that for now. Yeah, and Christ can be in all mm-hmm. the time. That's right. <laughs> okay, I love that. Thank you so much. Uh, and thank you for asking that question. It was excellent. Um, So thank you for joining us today. A new episode airs every Wednesday, and we hope that you'll join us. If this episode has been interesting or helpful to you, you can subscribe and share this on your social media. If you have a question or topic you'd like for us to talk about, um, now, thankfully, he has asked a few questions yeah, that's right. for us to cover. <laughs> um, but please send that to info at colonialheights.org. We look forward to hearing from you, and thank you for listening.